0: Been thinking quite a lot about uh, about love this morning. Very important. Very important. Did you know that loving one another between us is a commandment? Yeah. Okay. So you look left. You look right. And uh, someone might be annoying you. I'm talking about the church. But then, there's nothing you can do about that. You can be slightly hurt, but after that, there's nothing you can do but forgive and move on with the Lord. Amen! Amen. That's the strength we have in Christ. But with the unbelievers, it's not so. Once they hurt each other, they seek to kill. Mm. We us, it's not like that. We people, we're not robots. People have different experiences, different weeks. When we prayed at the back there this morning, we say, whatever week we've had. I don't know the kind of week we've had. And someone say, you mean in the family? I say, including that too. <laughs> it's hard. In the church, the same, but what we have is that capacity to bear one another, with one another, to love one another, to forgive one another. The Bible is not politically correct. Si vous vous ne vous dévorez pas. How do I put that in English? Audrey is there? What do I say in English? If you bite one another, do not devour one another. Okay, that's the translation I'm putting myself. we so you can kick one another, they can be frictions with one another, but don't kill one another. Seek strength in the Lord. That's why we need the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And we move. Imagine if we continue to, let's say, to kill one another. How are we going to spend eternity together? We are in a journey. Forbearance. Bearing with one another. Supporting one another. Forgiving one another is important. Now, I'm talking for myself. You talk for yourself. If I have an issue with a good sister or a good brother, I mean those who are spiritual. That gives you a lot to think about. That makes you sad, more sad. That raises more questions, but then there is nothing you can do about it. Because you know that is a spiritual person. There must be some reason for that. But if someone is carnal, It's not hurting, because that's what you expect. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If a carnal person, a carnal Christian misbehave, hurts you, cause trouble, it's not hurting, because that's what you expect. Mm -hmm. Because there is a contrast between the fruit of the Spirit and the works of the flesh. Mm -hmm. Where the flesh is ruling, where? The works are evident. Amen. I understand all these things spiritually. And we move on. And we forgive one another. And we strengthen one another. And we move forward. It doesn't matter. Amen. we been talking about love this morning. Mm. Okay, let's pray first. Lord, we bless you this morning. We give thanks to you. We bless you, Lord, because you've enabled us to give back that which you've given to us. That is praise and worship. We were created... In Jesus Christ, that we may bring sacrifices of praise unto the one who died for us, we will sing the wondrous story. (coughs) Blessed be the Lord of the Church, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, one day there was a, a man who was sitting in the living room with his wife. Uh, they get a bit bored because that's happened quite often between husband and wife especially when they've been living together for a long time Until they keep quiet <laughs> and the man thought oh I'm going to break this this is my opportunity to show a bit of uh, romanticism." <laughs> and uh, he looked to his wife he said I love you and uh, he started reminding her how romantic he was at the time of engagement when he was after her, how they went to the restaurant, etc. And then mm-hmm. the wife kept quiet for a while. And she said, um, I can demonstrate to you that all the romanticism you were doing, you were falling into my traps. <laughs> And the wife said, the, ma- the husband said, what? No. Remember the surprise birthday I did for you. When we were engaged, the wife said, I can demonstrate to you that was a plot, me. I had one who initiated with your friends. He <laughs> said, what? What about the dish that Chinese floating restaurant? I said, well, I remember two months ago, I discussed my preferred menu with you. Actually, it was me who put in your bag that leaflet. (sighs) And the wife smiled and said, you see, you love me because I loved you first. (laughs) Ah, Praise the Lord. I'm glad to smile. It's good to smile. I tell the family, if you don't smile, we die quickly. Good to smile. The joy of the Lord he is our strength. Last week I came to the church in the morning and entered the hall and everybody was sad. Everyone I was looking was sad. And I feel, what is this? What is this? I was glad when they said to me that let's go in the house of the Lord. It's supposed to have a smile to bring comfort to others, to encourage others in the house of the Lord. Otherwise It gets worse. Do you know that? If you come in the presence of the Lord and you go back the way you came, your situation becomes worse. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord Mm -hmm. who gives us everything and we have all plainly in Jesus Christ. All. The fulfillment of all the aspirations of humans in Christ. All fully sufficient. In Him dwell the fullness of the Godhead. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge Mm -hmm. are in Christ. Abide with me, part 3. The Lord Jesus promised in John 14, verse 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Next week, God willing, we'll be meeting here, to seek the Lord, for some of us our love will be put to test because the World Cup is going on. <laughs> <laughs> we <is> the, <laughs> the Lord asked Peter, do you love me, quite a few times, I do, do you love me, do you love, oh Lord you know everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See, quite often, each one of us, including me, we think we love the Lord. Do you know why we think so? Because of what we say to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I said to you the other day? It's not a marriage lesson. Bear with me. Imagine a husband who is telling his wife every 10 minutes I love you. It's a nice thing to say but every 10 minutes. (laughs) Uh, The wife we end up saying I know that. (laughs) What? Are you okay? (laughs) I am okay. I love you. <laughs> so that's what we do with God. Because of the things we say to God, we end up thinking, I love Him more than anyone else. It doesn't work like that. The article you have in there says loving God. It's all about loving God. The special devotional week. It's all about loving God. That's what we'll be looking at. Next week, God will be loving God. Not 1%, not 2%, holy. All our heart, all our soul, all our spirit. I love spirit over mind, but that's fine. And all our strength. Not the strength is in there. Because there is a trap. When people say we can, it's not by might nor by strength, but the Bible, the Bible says with all your strength. It doesn't discount us from putting effort in serving God, but that effort is motivated by the uh, enabled by the Holy Spirit. I tell you that on Sunday morning, because I want to do the will of God, I'm going to pray in the morning for the Lord to reveal to me whether He wants me to go to church. What do you think about that? Oh. You need to wake up, you need to make sure that you had a good sleep. Wake up in the morning, start up the car, and go to the church. That's an effort. Because of the love of Christ and your understanding of the requirement of gathering to do not forsake your assembly. You don't need to pray for that. You go. What about prayer meeting during the week? Oh, the weather is too cold. It's too cold. But England is praying Senegal. (laughs) Excuses after excuses after excuses after excuses and the person who always is victimized is God. He's on the back of the queue. Everything else comes first. Party, restaurant, everything else comes. At the same time, The church, 8 o'clock. Restaurant, 9 o'clock. We choose friends. God honors those who honor Him. Now, people like David knew God. People like David knew God. Guess what? He did not have an issue to come and eat the show bread. Well, when I read that passage, it's fearful. I said, these people really knew God. To do that, they knew that it's not about legalism, it's about love for God. Mm-hmm. When his child died, he says, so, what's the point of staying there and fasting? That's it. Mm-hmm. Those people knew God. Mm-hmm. We have to know God. Knowing the terror of God, we persuade men. The reason there is so much superficiality and complacency is the lack of knowledge of who God is. Now let's go back to the beginning. Because of the kind of things we say, well, you can flatter, mislead a girl or a man with your words. Like the serpent deceived Eve with words, but we can't deceive God. God goes beyond our needs. He sees what is going in our hearts. In fact, that's what He is after. Think, my Jesus, I love you. I know that what mine does not resolve all the problem. He wants our heart. Where the treasure is, where the heart will be. Where is your treasure? Where? Your treasure is in Christ. Oh. You want to see Him. When your fellowship is broken, because your relationship with God cannot be broken, it's like a father and a child. But fellowship can be broken, and when fellowship is broken, you feel sad. I know of a child who is not here. One day he came to me and said. I want to talk to you. I say, yes. And say, I can sense that you feel that I'm not performing well at school. I want to reassure you that I'm working very hard. You don't see it, but wait and see the results. You see, that, there is a lesson in that. As children of God, when the fellowship is broken with God, we should not say, doesn't matter. no! Let's go back like the prodigal son to God. And say, Lord, this is where I am. Have mercy upon me. Restore relationship, fellowship with God, and move on happily with God. But that is only for those who are truly His children. They feel the unease, the difficulty of having that fellowship broken with the Father in heaven. You want to know that you are in that place? Where you please the Heavenly Father. May the Lord help us understand these things and be pleasing to Him all the time because God loves us. Mm. Abide with me. Mm. First reading. Luke chapter 17, building up on what we've seen uh, past two, uh, twice already. Luke chapter, 20, chapter 30, 17, 1 7. Luke 17, verse 26 to 36. Jack Luke 17, verse 26 to 36. Abide with me, part 3. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, and they built. But on the day that Lord went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Either day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away, and likewise the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember, Lord's wife. <coughs> Whoever seeks to save his life, he lose it. Whoever loses his life, will preserve it. I tell you, in that night, there will be two men in one bed, the one will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding together, the one will be taken and the other left. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Now, let's just lift some possible difficulty here. The context of the passage is about the days of Noah, characterized by violence, and then the days of Noah, of Lot, the same violence, sodomy. Hmm. And then comes verse thirty-four. Hmm. In that night will be two men in bed. One should be taken, and what the other left? Oh, LGBT say there you are. <laughs> you see, that two men in bed. Those are homosexual. God take one, the other left What's the problem with that. very strange that the super preferred King James authorised version is almost the only one with that translation. It only means two people. That's what it is. God's desire for all men to be saved means everybody. That's what it is. It's very clear. In the complete Jewish Bible it says two people. In the world, uh, English Bible, it says two people. In the modern King James Version, many people don't know that there is something called modern King James Version. There is one. It says, two in one bed, one will be taken, one left. In Revised Standard Version, two in one bed, one taken, one left. Louis II, la version Louis II, deux personnes seront dans le même lit, un sera pris, un laissé. So the idea here is two people. Because it cannot be otherwise. Especially when the Bible, the context, is the context of certainly, of lots. God cannot say one thing and his con- is opposite. That doesn't make sense. Let's lift that. Move on. In case you were caught up by surprise, I've never seen that. <clears throat> so, in the days of Noah, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only... Evil, continually. The earth was filled with violence and all flesh had corrupted their way. Mm. Romans chapter 1, verse 30 (laughs) mentioned the inventors, inventors of evil. Ingenious. Clever. Resourceful. Neat. Neat. Invent evil to the perfection. With the intent. To hurt God. And turn people away from the truth of God. To the devil's things. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness. And those who suppress the truth of God in unrighteousness. As it was in the days of Noah. Jesus Christ says, so shall be the days of his revelation. But it's written in the Bible. If it is written in the Bible, why do you marvel? Why are you impressed with what is going on in the news? Do you really believe that Christ is coming? If you believe that Christ is coming, these things should happen. It's not a surprise to us. Okay, just jump ahead and look at something things <coughs> for you. These are the news from the BBC. I'm quoting some for you. On the 29th of November. Less than half of England and Wales population describe themselves as Christians for the first time. Less than half for the first time. In the 2021 census... It was forty. It was fifty-nine percent. So we've gone from sixty percent to forty-six percent of those who identify themselves as Christians in this nation. It's less than half now. That's thirteen percent less. Thirteen percent down. Within 10 years, 13% down. What would happen in 2031 and 2041? Well, these are not jobs. So people cannot even pretend to themselves. There used to be this expression about uh, nominal Christianity, but I heard a more troubling expression, cultural Christianity. That's what is worse. So, people used to identify themselves as cultural Christian. Now, even that itself, even fake Christianity, has gone down. Wow. Fake Christianity has gone down. Because those numbers used to inflate the Christian. Oh, we yeah, 90% of Christians, the reality is completely different. In America, everybody I are mean, a Christian, America, but what we see is completely alien. Okay, then what? The number of those with no religion, those who identify themselves as no, having no religion, increased to 37%. So that's an increase of a quarter of this amount here from 10 years before. So those identifying themselves as Christians going down, those who identify with no religions going up. Those identifying themselves as Muslim population rose from 4.9% in 2011 to 65 That one is on the rise. Right. And guess what? The city of Leicester is among the first cities where there's no ethnic majority. Even the white British population are no longer the majority there. Oh dear. Where are we going? Where are we going? Other news for you. A Bradford church is mixing Baptists with body slums as a method to help people overcome experiences of abuse and homelessness and build positive mental health through wrestling. <laughs> oh, on the 18th, 18. Come for baptism here, then we put a ring there with uh, the a... Guys, uh, in there, you know. And people are enjoying the baptism there at the same time, building confidence because of homelessness and mental disability helping. Oh. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Who has designed that plan? An organization called Churches Together. The churches together group urges denominations to share space to tackle poverty in reaction to the rising energy bills. There are fewer people increasingly in the churches. But If we turn the heater on, with the rising bill, we only have 10 people in the church, that's not a good value for money, you know. And in that Catholic church, there are only three, eight years old people, oh, they have to turn on the heater, that's not a good uh, value for money, and in that... uh, uh, Pentecostal the church, there are only 12 people. Oh, we're wasting energy. Why don't we come all of us in a smaller room so that we can tackle the energy crisis and just wash, share space? Good idea. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's the situation. What do we do? What does the small flock that we are does in that situation? Do we lower our guards or do we close ranks and in a resolute way stand on the word of God? Have you noticed it's all about mental health, self-improvement, because that's the trap. Everybody, oh yes, having mental problems. He's oh, all about mental problems. In the past, Christians used to go in hospital and pray for people. Okay? Someone who was killing, who was cutting himself in the Bible is demon-possessed. Today is mental health. And Christians are not allowed to come and pray for those people. Right. Have you heard the expression lawful but harmful? Recently? Counseling about abortion, yeah, it's lawful, but it's harmful emotionally. If the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? Do we cling on to the Lord, or we give space to those things to invade us? Or we cling on to the Word of God? and bring down every argument and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God in his house. When you counsel people, many of you do, even in this church, do you need a degree in something to do that? Was Paul qualified? Did he have any degree in counseling? The word of God is enough. The days of Lord Sodomy was widespread, and it involved all the people, both old and young, from every quarter. <laughs> Genesis chapter nineteen, verse four. From every quarter, young and old were involved in that activity. Young and old. But when is coming now? To our children in schools that confusion is coming. What should we do? How do we respond as a church? Well, already bishops more qualified than me they have very frightening titles right reverence. (laughs) Ordaining homosexual I can see the way you look at me. You see, when you talk about this faith you can talk privately. But as I'm talking about this, I'm on record. I can lose my job. I'm on record. If you type online, you see, it's my preaching, you see. So I can lose my job. You can do it privately. It's okay. You feel strong. You feel safe. I can't. What do I do? Do I fear or do I build up the church? Anytime anyone coming across my teacher will say it's against LGBT, what do I do? There is a cost to pray, to to pay, when serving the Lord in the church. There are some hidden costs. But let us stand with Christ. This is not our home. Our home is in heaven. Yeah? Brother Harry read for us a beautiful testimony from Paul. fought, the fight, I have finished the race. And then what? I have kept the faith. Now I know there is a crown laid down for me on that day, which the Lord on that day will give to me, not only to me, but to all who love is appearing. That's the testimony of Paul, and yours as well. Be strong, do not let this things... Then they are depressing. These news are depressing. That's true. But you know already that these things are coming. If someone is diagnosed of terminal illness and is given few months to live, he sets his life in order because he has the right information. The reaction is different from when you have the first bad news from the doctor. The day you have it, but afterward, you set things in order. We have the right information here now. We know where all this is leading. But Christ is coming to take us with Him. And we will be with Him. He wiped away all tears. There will be no more pain, no sorrow, no tears. For former things will pass away. God will make everything new. That's what we call our blessed hope. Christ in you the hope of glory. Having these promises. Let us purify ourselves from every filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit. Loving God with all our hearts and serving Him. Now, I am very, very aware and conscious that uh, You must be thinking, but where are we going? It's too basic. Remember what I told you the other day, back to the basics. They're really basic. You see, to do this Lord's Table here, someone has to come here at 7 or 8 o'clock to do that. But when you come at 12 o'clock, you find it covered. The work has been done. It takes time to cut doors. You see, we look a bit more like a church today, yeah? So nicely ordered, it takes effort and time. Some people have done that. So we need to understand this thing. Who will do the work then? We can't just come and sit down and go back home and go. someone else will do it. No. People are cutting on their sleep. people are having meetings, some people are giving their money. These things, you know, to do the printing, we pay. We pay. Next week we will have a guest speaker, a senior speaker, David Fellow. The church gives support. We enjoy refreshment. It's not given for free. So all those basic things, are important that we understand those things. They work in the church. It takes time to order this church. People work. We have to understand as a body, as a chair. Who will do that? Who? Everybody wants to be chaired. Everybody wants to be called for. How many people do you call for? It? How many? we have having people who are sick all the time. We have the elderly, people needing a phone call. Nobody's calling me. How many people do you call? Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because things are getting tricky outside the church. But inside, we need to close the We need to function properly as a body. This is not working, this is not what. Who is going to make it work? Who? You are a living stone, as I am. In the spiritual temple of God, each one of us has been given a talent, a gift, an ability, a ministry to serve the Lord. Who is going to build the house? Amen. So, we have things going on outside the church, which impact us, but we are mostly interested about what is going on in the house of our Father. And we are happy, and we are busy, and we are motivated, and full of zeal for the house of our Father. What does the Bible say? If the light that is in you becomes darkness, how thick, how big will it be? If the saltiness, the salt even that is in you, loses its flavor, how are you going to restore it? It's impossible. What does the Bible say? Well, it's only good to be troubled and defeated, because there's no value. And the Lord said, unless your righteousness exceeds the Pharisees and Sadducees, but that's what it means. The salt is the righteousness of God. If it loses its saltiness in us, then man will drop like this. Then it becomes human fabrication. Then it becomes man's opinion. We are on the supermarket of argument and opinion. And the word of God and your righteousness become just an opinion. We don't want that. We want the word of God, which is settled in heaven, to rule in every matter of amen That's why we bring down every high figure, every argument that tried to exalt itself above the knowledge of God in his house. In both Noah and Lot's days, people were extremely materialistic and self-seeking. As in the days of Noah and Lot, so it will be before the Lord Jesus Christ comes back the Lord uh, gave a lot of prophecies in the Bible and gave us a picture of things to come called eschatology, etc. And say, when you see those things begin to happen, lift up your head for your redemption draws near. But when you see those things will not be the end yet, that will only be the beginning of sorrows, birth crops, Remember what I told you? Cramps. At the moment you are the salt to prevent the cramps because that's what salt does in the body. So play your role fully and allow the Lord to do what He wants to do. Saving people, continue to do. Continue to make yourself available in the Lord's hands. Hmm... The time for rest will come. The time for rest will come. I know you're working very hard. Many of you, not all, many of you are working very hard. Laboring in prayer, the house of the Lord, in exhorting one another. I'm here to tell you, continue. Continue. Whether it's notice or not, God knows. A good sister one day wrote and said to me, and say, investing in the Lord, is an investment. Mm-hmm. Investing in the Lord. Your strength, your time, your all in Christ. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Where is your treasure? Mm-hmm. Where is your priority? I know many of you work very hard. Many of you make themselves available in the hand of God. May God bless you, both now and in heaven. Sometimes I've had uh, someone who had received very late uh, an email from me, and one day approached me and said, okay, let me put it this way. I was in a meeting with uh, my treasurer at work, because we we're preparing a big meeting, on Microsoft team. On Microsoft team, as you know, you can share screen Yeah, you can share screen, so I was just showing him. I said, oh, this is the report I produced and I sent to the auditors, and he said, oh, I can see that email. What's the time? Did you send this? It What's 1 a.m. Gee, were you working at 1 a.m.? I kept quiet, and sometimes I get those fixed people, say, oh you send email at 1 am, I said, I don't have any other time. It's fully booked. But you don't sleep enough, I do. The Bible says I'll both lay down and sleep in peace, for so you alone give me safety when I sleep. The Lord multiply my rest. Well I know people who sleep 12 hours, uh, when you meet them in the morning they always complain about back pain. <laughs> I can't sleep after seven o'clock. I can't
1: sleep after <laughs> and then they
0: sleep and they come at the I need <a> massage. <laughs> the Lord gives the same to his beloved. Three hours multiplied by ten. Every strong. <laughs> Twenty-four hours works. The little we have, God multiplies. He gives us rest, for so He gives to His beloved. This is time to work, because the night is coming where we will not be able to work. The time to rest will come. God will reward those who honor Him. I'm saying this because I know you. I know most of many of you labor tirelessly in prayer. And if we are able to stand here, it's because you are praying for us. Guess what? I'm asking you. If the the devil wants to destroy this church, who do you think that we target first? I'm asking you. What does the Bible say? Smite the... And... So we need your prayers. Don't lend strength to the enemy. We need wisdom. We need strength. We need to be the kind of elder you want us to be for you to grow. Say to the Lord, I want you to change that man to become my elder. Because I'm not growing. I want to grow in this church. Pray, and God will answer your prayers. Amen. Lord had to escape the city of destruction with all his close relatives. The angel said to Lord, Take anyone you know in the city. All your relatives, go out with them. Are you concerned about your children, your family, your mother, your sisters? Are you praying for them? Are you battling? Don't think the devil is going to just let them go so easily. Go to battle in prayer. Do you remember in that story where there were two hundred demons in one person? They said, No, 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 this is our place. Legend, this is our place. Where do you want us to go? Where demons are holding a life, they won't just go easily. Go to battle in prayer. Battle in prayer. For your sister, for your brother, battle in prayer. However perfectly you love them, if they die today they go to hell. As simple as that. Politically incorrect but truth. If you want to cry, the time to cry to the Lord is now that they're still alive. When they close their eyes, they go to hell. Lost in eternity without God. The time to battle is now. Send the scripture, speak to them. Even the gifts you give to them must be of eternal significance. How tragic the believers. When this is the time, sometimes people give some gifts. Just pray and give a meaningful gift that someone will take, even if they refuse, they put in a shell, one day they will come back to it. But if you give Elton John because you want to please someone, wow, that's not good. Well, I say Elton John because that's the only name I can afford Some of you may say, no, there are more trades this day, I don't know. (laughs) Escape. The angel told the Lord, escape. Some people say, oh, those who are talking about uh, rapture are cowards, they are fearful, they are escapists. I say, put me on the top of that list. I am an escapist. Number one, I want to escape this world and go with Christ. If you want, you stay and fight the Antichrist because you are strong. I want to go because I can't fight the Antichrist. I don't want it. I'm the first escapist. Then the angels say, do not look behind nor stay anywhere in the plane. Do not look behind. Do not be like a dog that is going back toward the vomit. Do not be like a swine that is going back to enjoy the mud and dirt. No. You are a sheep. A sheep in Greek means probaton. Probaton means moving forward. We have the Lord at the front and we're following the Lord. We're not swines. We're not pork pigs. We're not dog. We are the sheep following the Lord. The angel said, do not look back. Do not stay in the plain. Go out of the city, dear brethren. Do not look back. It's been said that Lot's wife left Sodom, but Sodom did not leave her. She went out of Sodom, but she was full of Sodom. And she looked back. She looked back. Luke 17, verse 32. Remember Lord's wife. The Bible says. If you have been saved and redeemed, run. Run out of the city of destruction. Run as fast as you can to the Lord. Abide with me. The day is far spent. And the night is at hand. The Lord is coming back, run for your life, cling on to the Lord, Christ is coming back. Remember, our forefathers, the heroes of faith who believed in God before, the Bible says, they all died in faith. And Paul says, I have run, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith, to the end. Bible says we are not of those who withdraw themselves to be lost. Now, What else can we look for outside Christ? I don't see. Mm. In mm. time I've had in, uh, <clears throat> in 2006, I was working in canal. of 2006. I was earning 50 pound per hour. 50 pound per hour. That's a lot of money. In the off. Did that satisfy me? No. Christ is my satisfaction. Fully. Fully. Let us look to Christ. Whenever He decides to take us home or to return, let us eagerly wait. For Christ, may Christ be your true. tell you, we haven't even done a paragraph today. We haven't done a paragraph, and I know why. because it's been difficult to prepare this moment because there's so much to say in terms of encouraging one another, in waiting for the Lord. Do not be discouraged. Husband and wife pray together. I know it's difficult. I'm married too. find opportunity and pray together, and strengthen one another. Young person, I think one of these days, maybe in a few months, we need to have a course in marriage. just let me finish the, the Baptist first, and we gather with young people and talk about your questions, because we want our young men to marry the Rebecca, the Ruth, you know, we don't want the Moabites and stuff, and we want our young sisters to be secured. <laughs> We're planning to have a good lesson for you. Pray for us that God gives us time. And we will ask Him questions. All that because we want everybody to look at Christ until He returns. I'm frustrated about myself, not about you, because I haven't done a tenth of what I had here. But so be it because we prayed for God to lead us. May God bless you.